I used to do lots of things. I used to do things and I'd say things and Jesus I was evil. Take things and break things and Jesus I was evil. Oh, it doesn't like say that thing, but whatever, that's fine. It's like you are now recording. <laughs> oh so i didn't i put that in i didn't realize everyone else would see that <laughs> but whatever that's what i'm going with this episode i am the lizard i was wondering because we're doing a new uh a, a new app or whatever a new system and does can you see through my skin suit or no is it good yeah it looks you look pretty convincing all right good all right very yeah. cool I all right off of you. nice nice yeah. right that's how uh, us lizards make our living yeah uh, okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of the Reckless Muse Cast of the of the Dreckless Zeus Cast. Yes, and uh, I'm. You can see my name on the thing there, and he's. You can see his name on the thing there. So, ben the Lizard D'Alessio. Yeah. Um. All right. Cool. So a bunch of crazy. Like, you know, it's. It's. I was just thinking today. I was like, man, it's so good that we have so many insane people running our culture because uh, we would have nothing to talk about. There's. <laughs> That keeps us in business. Exactly. These goddamn psychopaths. <laughs> um, this is fucking hall monitors, man. These people who think they, well, they know what's so what are we talking? What are we talking about? Okay, so first, uh, I'm gonna get this off my chest. Woke Superman. Oh, all right. Oh God. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, I'm a bit. Is of Superman book. woke, or did the creators of Superman go woke? Uh, the, the, the creators made him woke. So they, the creators went oh. woke, and uh, so literally but, is woke Superman. Yeah, and so I got a quote from one of the creators who's uh, who's being an SJW now, and then I got uh, a quote from a former uh, DC Comics uh, creator going off on a rant about you know the the, the crazy stupid direction that uh, Superman is going in. Okay, so 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 a little bit of context. So right now the current Superman is not Superman Kal El or Clark Kent; it's his son who we had with Lois Lane. It's Jonathan Kent. Um, and he, so, so, so there are a few things. That, is he the uh, super gay one? Yeah. Super bi. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. So they made him bi. He came out uh -huh. as bi. Okay. Um, so here's the thing. Okay, so, hey, I'll, I'll just go through the list. Cause there are a few things that happened this week. So he's bi now. Um, it's no longer sure. truth, justice in the American way. It's truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. So getting rid of America, well, America is yeah. a symbol of globalism, racism, yeah, imperialism or whatever. Um, and then and then I got a quote here from Tom Taylor, who's the current writer of, of that series. Mm -hmm. um, he says, the question for John and for our creative team is, what should a new Superman fight for today? Can a 17-year-old Superman battle giant robots while ignoring the climate crisis? Of course not. So there was an issue that came out recently, of uh, the cover of which has Superman. Because right now the new Superman, he's a teenager. He's in, he's in high school. And uh, he's going on a school strike for climate crisis, for, for climate uh, 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 justice or whatever. What does that even fucking mean? Like, I'm, this is the one issue that I'm so, that's the most like nebulous, maybe just like the racism issue too. It just, everything just devolves into white supremacy, which yeah, there are pockets of white supremacy. It exists in some spaces, but the vast majority, it's just fucking not. Yeah. Um, this one, I also don't get like, what do they want? Like, how, how do they want to fix this? Besides, like, maybe electric cars or something? Like, what? 
I don't, I don't understand it. It's more of, well, fix the, I, I see lawn signs, a climate action now, but what are they going to do? Yeah, I don't know. It, and especially adding justice to it, because they make it seem like we're all like, uh, you know, like we're, we're all at, at the peril. You know, like it, Again, just the whole justice thing. Like, what does that mean? Like, it's, it's, it's like, well, I can tell you it means because a lot of times, you know, this is intersectionality. It's right, right. Uh, this group of people live in this part of the city that get is closer to this. Well, well, you know, <laughs> well, well, one example, uh, I, I know I bring up New Orleans a lot, but I, I know it well and I live there. And um, they always bring up the, the lower ninth ward, right? That was like the the poster child of destroying the lower ninth ward is a very impoverished, almost entirely black, at least back in 2005, um, you know, probably 90 to 95% black uh, around Katrina, um, part of the city that was devastated during Katrina. It was horrible, right? right, right. Um, there are parts of that city that look like Katrina happened a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. but people also don't realize that the Lakeview neighborhood. So, so anyway, th- they'll say like, well, you know, poor, minority neighborhood hit the hardest because of racism and yeah, yeah. it was hit by client that's the intersection but they don't they leave it at that lakeview neighborhood the per capita wealthiest neighborhood in new orleans the whitest neighborhood in new orleans or one of them yeah was also devastated mm. now those people have more resources to handle but like in terms of the climate it was just as fucked or like yeah. very very close to it but that's obviously left out because it doesn't right. fit the narrative um, so, so that, so to answer your question, it's like, well, where's the justice come from? Well, that's where it comes from. But it's like, well, A happens. So that means B, C, D, and E have to happen right. just because that's how intersectionality works, yeah. which yeah. a lot of times doesn't line up. Like, I, that's why I told you, I get hungry for intersectional pretzels. It's Black Lives Matter protesting the the vaccine mandates in New York. I fucking love it. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm all for it. But anyway. So get back to Superman, uh, yeah. sucking dick or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so here's the thing. Um, I don't even care that that they they added some newer, I guess, more progressive elements to it. I think the thing that that bothers me is that it feels forced. Like instead of creating a new character, oh, it does. It feels forced. I know. Like none of this other shit feels forced. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's just so natural that you yeah. know all of uh, all these characters are activists now, and yeah, every yeah. single commercial. You know, have you ever watched Hulu? Who uh, like do you get Hulu? Uh, no. Uh, okay, uh, so Hulu is like is like woke. T- streaming yeah. in terms of not necessarily what they I watch I, I use it I like it I, I watch a lot of shows on it and movies but like in terms of the commercials because I'm too cheap to pay for the non-ad one so I do the commercials one yeah. and you know it's investing in uh, you know everyone is obviously extremely diverse and gay and um, you have white guys saying I'm going to invest in black owned businesses you're full of shit you're not investing in black owned businesses you motherfucker like yeah, you're buying yeah. the cheapest product for the quality because that's how everyone does everything yeah. um, but anyway that's uh, I don't know how I got on this rant I, I, I'm a hot little potato tonight so oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, what, are you, what are you drinking right now well for the sponsors which we don't have yet it's <laughs> water oh. actually I did do no it's vodka I did oh. do a uh, uh, this is the fucking shit I get shit so I buy the cheapest vodka that exists right yeah. um, I buy the big what handle of, yeah the big handle of the $13 vodka because it, <laughs> insiders will tell you it's all the fucking same uh, so today yeah. I happen to have a bottle of kettle one in my yeah. in my fridge and I I'm a big martini guy and when I get martinis I don't get like 
well martinis, right? I, I get kettle one, I get Tito's, I get yeah. Grey Goose or something like that. Um, some of that's appearance, but some of that's also like, okay, maybe it is better. I did a blind taste test. I had my sister uh, pour two little shots. I didn't know which was which, and I tasted them, and they're the same fucking thing. Yeah. Like the $13 handle and the kettle one, which is a very, very good vodka, if not like a top shelf vodka. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm drinking. Okay. Yeah, you're just drinking it straight or no, no, so sorry. Oh, okay, cool. I'm drinking uh Stone uh Enjoy by uh 1031. It's a spooky uh hazy IPA. So oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Stone, so they were like the arrogant bastard, right? That was like yeah. their big thing. I remember that was like so edgy when I worked in a liquor store. Yeah. Like, like 18 year olds would come in who I you know would not know we're 18. Um yeah. and be like, can I get the arrogant bastard? I'm like, yeah, it's in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love drinking that one. <laughs> I love the arrogant bastard. Yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah, so the super so yeah, we were talking about how forced all this woke stuff is. So again, like if if they'd have if they'd have created mm. a new character who was bi right. or trans or whatever, it's like, okay, cool, whatever. Yeah, like there's bad. That's my argument. That's always my argument. But go yeah. ahead. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh instead, like within the span of like a couple of months, Superman is now he's he's bi, he's in favor of getting rid of the American way. And he's in, he's in favor of climate justice. It's yeah. Like all of a sudden, like they, they turn to switch. That's and we're on, I think we're on the same page with this. Yeah. Well, so first of all, I do want to push back a little, maybe. Mm-hmm. But isn't it his son and not Superman? Yeah, yeah. This one's he's called the new Superman now. He's he's the new Superman. Like, so what happened to Superman? He, I think he can't die. No, no. Right? Is that like his thing? No, I think he's just chilling. All right, but this this is Superman now. No. Okay, so if that's the case, yeah. if that's the case, then yeah, my my argument is always just like, why can't we just make make a buy superhero? Yeah. Make, I mean, to his credit, I can't stand the guy, Tony Easy Coates, but yeah. wasn't he a big part of Black Panther? Uh, or no, did Black Panther predate that? I don't know if he's a big part of creating Black Panther or like no, no, helping no, with the movie. Black Panther's been around since the sixties. Oh, a hat. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was actually created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Yeah, he's been around. Oh well, yeah. then we have to cancel them because those are white white guys. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Black Panther is well, no, I mean, no more white saviors. But yeah. um, anyway, the, the point is that make just make new superheroes, make new characters. What's yeah. I've, I've made this argument with the uh, Ariel being not white, right? Yeah. Like yeah. I don't know who's playing oh, her, the but live, it's like the live action Disney. Uh, yeah, like Ariel. Like, it's a fucking Danish folklore. Like, yeah. why don't just make like they made the princess and the frog yeah they've yeah. made moana they've made like how many non-white like it can be done yeah so just do that and to me yeah. i feel like one you're pissing off both sides you're pissing off the people who are fans of the character because yeah. they either grew up with that character or that's yeah. how he or she is just supposed to be and then I, honestly i think you're pissing off the the people you're trying to please it's like you're just rendering them a different gradient instead of like yeah. actually yeah. doing some work and making yeah. us our own characters who we can look up to and we can have children who look up to these characters and then bring their children to the movies and read yeah. them the books and all that stuff it's like uh, to me, it's just it's just so typical Hollywood yeah. or Marvel or DC or whatever it is, just yeah. like pushing it with the times. And uh, I, I mean, I don't know. But then again, at the same time, all this to me always comes that back to it is a business. Yeah. So yeah. is this going to sell well? I mean, Black Panther did ex- extremely well, but Black Panther right. was an original character. Right. It wasn't the panther a white guy and then turned yeah. him into black panther like that wasn't and that did so like doesn't that show you something like, yeah yeah 
So, so right now, Superman sales uh, are very, very low. They're lowest they've been in years. So I uh. don't think that this is going to help much. Um, so yeah, but you're, you're, you're absolutely right. Where it's like, they have so many options here. They have so many ways, avenues to go down where they can have mm -hmm. their cake and eat it too. They can have the loyal fan base who's been around for years. Like, All right, cool. Like, this is my character. Don't change him. This is the way he's always been for decades since I was a kid. And then you also have the opportunity to, to attract a newer you know, more progressive uh, audiences. And it's like, okay, like, let's, you know, the, like the, the legacy heroes, don't fuck with them. We're going to keep them the way they've yeah. always been. And then let's add some new characters so we can bring in more audiences. I don't see why that's just, I don't know why that's not the most obvious fucking thing for them to just do, but they don't do it. They, they, it says like, because, let's, let's, let's mangle. Because let's, let's they want to, yeah. they want to pass off as being progressive and, um, yeah, you know, I mean, I guess that's the best term. While not actually doing any like work, like not actually putting in the effort to make new characters, right. um, but but they get but they still get the benefit of the brand. Like Superman is a hell of a brand. Yeah. Like yeah, the sales are down, but it's still the most made Batman. I guess like it's one of the most recognizable yep. uh, IPs. For and why is DC then? I'm not. I'm not real into all of these movies and proper. I mean, I know them from yeah. just culture, and I yeah. like a lot of them. But uh -huh. I'm not. I haven't seen the vast majority of these movies. Right. Um, how come if DC has Batman, Superman, the Joker, how come they kind of suck compared to Marvel? Like, isn't Marvel significantly better? Uh, in terms of like, 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 uh, in terms of like popularity and had the quality of the movies, or is that not accurate? Is that just like uh, the 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 people I listen to who happen to be more Marvel oriented? Um, I'm more Marvel oriented. I think that overall, like the MCU, what the MCU's done in recent years is is a lot better than what the DCE. That's what done. I mean. Yeah, yeah. In terms of that, definitely. But I mean, at the same time, I don't think there's any Marvel movie that's as good as like the Dark Knight. Um, I mean, yeah, Dark Knight's incredible. Yeah, yeah. That's one of my that's one of my favorite movies. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. um but uh yeah but, i mean you know that's a whole other debate like where it's like marvel and dc always come into blows and just like it's such... well whoever's gonna win is what the wokest one's gonna win <laughs> i guess so <laughs> well, I mean, and it's funny because marvel marvel did this and, and they've been doing this which is why i've stopped reading uh 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 newer Mar marvel comics but but again it was a stupid thing like when the mc really like first blew up about 10 years ago like 2010 2011 Mm -hmm. um what they did was they took a lot of the legacy characters that were being featured in big movies being played by a-listers mm -hmm. and they replaced them with diverse characters and here's the thing they didn't add new diverse characters to those worlds instead it's like hey let's take iron man iron man's really popular people love robert downey jr let's take iron man and put him in a coma and i was like okay like mm -hmm. but people who love the movie they're gonna want wander to the comics like oh i love i love robert downey jr i'm gonna read some iron man comics okay He's now been replaced with a teenage black girl. Okay. I was like, hey, let's take Thor. Yeah. People love Chris Hemsworth as Thor. Let's let us let us depower him and replace him with a woman who's got cancer. So then people read, oh, <laughs> Thor, yeah. No. Yeah, the god of thunder with some yeah. like sick bitch. Yeah. Like, like, okay. <laughs> Wait, she yeah. has cancer and she's a superhero? So when she when she picks up Thor's oh, that is then so then, fucking then on she, the nose, man. I like yeah. I, I, I it's one of those things like, yeah, you feel horrible. These people are suffering. Like, yeah. I, I wish them all the best in the world. But, like, do people with cancer want to see a superhero? Like, don't they just want a superhero? Yeah. I don't know. It, maybe I'm being insensitive. It, it seems very on the nose. Oh, yeah, it is. It's absolutely on the nose. It's yeah. not enough to be like, hey, let's create a new character and and give them an interesting um, 
impediments, but then, you know, for example, I think Daredevil is a great example of that. Like, let's take someone who's blind, but then enhance all of his other senses. So it's like, oh, he's got this one yeah. weakness, but everything else about him is improved. That makes sense, right? Yeah. Like Cyclops, too. Wasn't, Cy wasn't Cyclops blind? No, he's not blind. But, but he can't take he's his glasses my... off, though. Oh, I don't know yeah. shit about X-Men. That's what I know the least about. Fucking normie. <laughs> but, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm that stereotype of the guy who like actually does like the gritty more realistic yeah, like yeah. joker for instance i i am that i i have seen some of them more i like um i saw civil war yeah i've seen obviously i've seen iron man i've seen uh toby mcguire spider-man like that was yeah. big parts of my childhood oh, yeah. i have nothing against him like i'm not a yeah. hater on him i just to me i think it's kind of the point where especially with the mcu it's so overwhelming yeah and i'm one of those yeah. people i do really like to uh, watch things in order like if it yeah. shows i'm not going to watch like season five episode three of some random show like, i want to watch season one episode one right. and the pilot go from there um and I, I guess you can watch them out of order except for maybe like the last few but yeah. no like i don't know the order and i know i could look it up online in 10 seconds my brother got really it's into daunting it, like, it's it's like it's just like, like oh, fuck, watch, man. like the latest avengers movies like you have to watch 40 hours of content before you yeah i think i'm too far i think i'm too far behind i think uh, the, i think the, the ship has sailed on that one i've watched like, a few i've seen i've seen black panther i've seen yeah. uh captain marvel um i, I don't know yeah, it, it just yeah i know it, it's a daunting task but uh yeah oh and real quick i, I want to read the rant so this is Ethan Van Skyver, who um, is a former DC, uh, uh, I think he's an artist or colorist, and he's gotten in trouble a little bit, um, you know, just like making fun of SJW types, and he's, so he's gotten some uh, controversy well, before. Send him to the gu guillotine. I, I would love to interview him because he, right sounds to like the guillotine. Very, he, he sounds like a very fun, profane guy. Um, oh, and then, and then um, he also uh, got some, uh, uh, I'm sure this didn't help his reputation, but he also did illustrations for Jordan Peterson's first Oh uh, yeah, that'll, that'll go for real well. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it, 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 it was it wasn't his first book, but it, 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 was, it was the first big one. It was uh, Twelve Rules for Life. Um, so he, he did some illustrations for that. So like, yeah, I'm sure he's like. What was that? Place. What was that shit with like some character being based off, like some villain being based off Jordan Peterson? Oh yeah, we've never talked about that. But yeah, we can go on that real quick. So that was Tony, like Red Coates. Skull or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah Tony Coates. Coates is the writer of uh, uh, Captain America. And so he made Red Skull, who's basically uh, an evil Nazi. So character. he made him. He wasn't an old. Uh, he, 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 actually, Red Skull is like the earliest, like you know, Captain America villain. He's been around since the early forties. Oh, so he has been around. Yeah, he's been around a long time. Okay, but okay. Uh, but what Tony Hesey Coast did, that son of a bitch, he 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 basically turned him into sort of like a Jordan Peterson alt right uh, amalgam, where he's like. I, I, he was like trying to influence young. What men is alt right about Jordan? I don't even know what I don't know what these terms mean. What the fuck does alt right even mean anymore? Uh, anybody who's not like super woke, then you're alt right basically. So. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> I, I, I like I like, like I generally like Jordan Peterson. He says some crazy. Things oh yeah, but me I, too. I, but uh, from what I've yeah. heard, yeah. Um, but like there, I feel like in the 2015 2016 there was like very much an alt-right scene and yeah. that was that like no, I, i'm not like that was legit scary to me there yeah. were yeah. neo-nazis there were guys doing sick heils there was yeah. like wow. legitimate white supremacists right yeah. those are white supremacists now they yeah. still um, free speech they still get a voice you yeah. counter protest right you but that being said that's white supremacy right that very much does exist but the term has lost its meaning because it gets thrown around anyone who's like right of uh Ilan Omar. It's like yeah. is now alt right. It, that, yeah. So I don't know what it means anymore. Like I don't know what's alt right about. It's like personal responsibility alt right. 
Like, isn't that <laughs> Jordan Peterson's big thing? Yeah. Like, clean your room. room. Right. Yeah. Like, that kind of stuff. I don't. So, I, I don't know. I don't know what the term means anymore. I'm probably all right now. I don't know. Yeah. I'm yeah. all right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, I guess there's a, um, there was like a caption from one of the comics, and, and it, it had like uh, Hydra, which is like the evil organization that Red Skull runs. Um, and it, I think it was like 10 Rules for Life or something like that. And, and like it had similar rules to Jordan Peterson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but but so so Jordan Peterson actually he he recently released some merch around that like he like he's like, all right fine make fun of me I'll run lean into it yes is yeah. he doing that so so what he did is um so, so you know that the Hydra logo from from the Marvel movies is, mm. it, it's it's just this sort of octopus thing or uh, it's a Hydra from mythology right, but right. Uh, um uh, he replaced it with a lobster but it's like stylized in a similar thing good yeah. for him man that's yeah. that's awesome like leaning into shit is the way to go first of all. People love villains. So, like, yeah. making this guy who, like, because Tony Coates clearly does not like him, right? So, this yeah, wasn't yeah. some type of compliment. I've always said uh, a movie, especially like these kind of movies, like a superhero movie, stuff, is only as good as its villain. Like, you have a right, shitty right. villain, doesn't matter how good your hero is. Dark Knight was amazing, not because of Christian Bale's Batman, but because of uh, uh, Hugh, Heath, Hugh, Ledger. Heath Ledger as yeah. Joker, right? That That's what made the movie. Yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, even Black Panther. I mean, I thought Killmonger was the best part of that movie. Uh, maybe yeah. not. I, I don't know. But basically, to make him a villain, who tons of kids, especially like look at the demographic you're you're talking to, kids, right? You know how many guys? I, I was actually more of the superhero fan, but tons of my friends were like they were with the villain. Yeah, they yeah. dressed up as a villain for Halloween. They picked the villain in the in the video games and the one on one fighters and stuff like that. So to make a legitimate enemy the the villain of your comic like seems really dumb in a way yeah, yeah. and then because they are going to figure out this is based on a for real guy then they're going to go to his youtube channel buy his books and listen to his podcast yeah right yeah. that being said we should market ourselves as the villains <laughs> which we kind of done because i'm uh, serious like and yeah, good yeah. for him for leaning into it awesome yeah, yeah. um so so yeah so that's that's uh oh so real quick yeah uh getting back to the ethan van skyver the the uh the artist sounds like a douchebag no no ethan van skyver uh, uh oh he's a good guy yeah yeah well he yeah, sounds yeah. like a douchebag he might be an awesome guy ethan, ethan van skyver yeah don't i don't trust those ethans um and more the van uh, skyver I mean, van oh, something van. just sounds like dutch colonialism <laughs> <laughs> So, so I got this quote from him here. Uh, I guess he was on a podcast and he was talking about like the whole woke Superman thing. Sure. They they call us bigots and racists and shit. I would ask them, find me in the fucking mainstream, not not in the fringes. One fucking book, one fucking T-shirt, one movie that says leftism is bad and conservative conservatism is good. Find it for me. They fucking won't. They're not letting people have a voice. They're the fucking biggest. Sorry, he concluded. He concluded his rant. That's been bottled up for five years. Yeah, he's he's gotten a lot of controversy. So I'm glad he's able to kind of get that off. Good for him. Just like yeah. So he's going. When's he going to start working for the Daily Wire? (laughs) (laughs) So apparently that's where everyone just goes. I mean, hey, they got to work somewhere. Yeah, that chick, uh, Allison something, the sports Mm -hmm. chick uh, from ESPN. I think I'm, I'm not. I think in five years, Daily Wire is going to be competing with not on the same level, but they're going to be compete because they're going to start making their own movies. Yeah. They're going to grow having their own podcast, having their own comment. Like, unfortunately, I think this is the way we're going because yeah. one side has taken such a drastic progressive leftist approach yeah. to the culture yeah. that 
which doesn't attract even half of the country. Like even people on the left aren't attracted to this all the time. As you put it, it's forced. It's in your face. And it's like, if you deviate and they make enemies so quickly from previous allies because they will eat their own. I mean, maybe is that a good segue into Chappelle that we were going to talk about? Like, yeah, I mean, I didn't want to cut off that combo. All right. Um, So I, I I mean, but to conclude on that, I can't wait to see yeah. my first comic of Superman pegging his yeah. <laughs> boyfriend, yeah. which nice doesn't make friend. sense, but um, good for him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Chappelle, so, so uh, I mean, every, as everyone knows, people lost their shit over yeah. his special, which was like, uh, again, Jesus. It's like, first of all, how many of these people actually watched it start to finish? I, I don't know. I, I did. <laughs> uh, yo, you haven't? Okay. I know. I, I, I've been meaning to. Yeah, but it's been small. So I did, and I I thought it was funny. Um, <laughs> I actually realized I didn't list. I didn't watch Sticks and Stones. Uh, I don't oh, know yeah. why. I didn't make a concerted effort to do that. But um, it was funny. Obviously, that's not why we're going to talk about it because people didn't lose their shit because it was funny. So shit because it was edgy or maybe even over the edge. I don't know. It, he rips on everyone. What's so funny to me is like this just shows how ridiculous this like pyramid of victimization comes. he literally says in the special obviously joking but it's all jokes there's this in it something to the effect of obviously you would know that i hate white people like he says that and everyone loves it and the white people love it and it's because it's a fucking comedy show but of course that's not why people are protesting you don't have MAGA and proud boys and all right and all these groups protesting because a comedian the most famous comedian in the world probably. right probably said i hate white people like no of course not that's why that'd be silly yeah. it's because he made jokes about the the star on top of the victimization pyramid which is the alphabet group right yeah, yeah. specifically not even gays or bisexuals or lesbians or anything like that but the the trans community right, um, right. Which i don't even like using community because they all have different views yeah yeah and in it and in it, so you didn't watch this, right? So I, I yeah. should summarize this. He, yeah. There's a reason behind this, even if there wasn't, right? It's jokes. It's comedy. Yeah. But he proves, he has a point here, is that he had a friend, like someone who's near and dear to his heart, who was a trans woman in San Francisco. Mm. And he would go to San Francisco and she would open for him. And she was terrible at comedy. And he would tell her that. She was not funny, but she was his friend. And people liked her. And she um, would open for him sometimes. And then I, I can't remember. I watched this a couple days ago. I can't remember exactly what happened. But I think maybe she came out in support of him after Sticks and Stones or something like that. Like yeah. she was either vocally against all the madness and the crazy activists. Because I want to clarify that whenever I'm criticizing groups, it's not like the group. It's like the activists. It's the yeah. loud voices. It's usually even a fraction of a fraction but they yeah. do control narratives they do push policy and they like unfortunately right right so um i have i don't have any issues with the trans trans people i have huge issues with trans activists yeah. and he does yeah. too you know why because they fucking killed her yeah in a way right they they didn't literally shoot her or stab her or anything like that but she killed herself because of the horrible messages she would get and the threats and the dot and all of that stuff 
And that's the point that he's making. And they're fucking not getting it. Yeah. Like that's the point that he was hurt, that his friend killed herself because of these lunatics. Mm. Yeah. And you know, it's like, that's lost on these people. So it's either because they don't actually watch the, what they're protesting or because they don't care. It goes past them or they're so fucking like their head is so far up their own asses that they can't even breathe and like understand what they're, you know, what they're protesting. Um, and so that was kind of the, the foundation for his jokes is that he was very much trying to press buttons and, um, you know, be edgy because he has a legitimate, um, problem with a portion of these people right. which are the, the activists the crazies yeah, um yeah. and they're unhinged like right. anyone yeah. can see that like don't 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 buy into the narrative like you can yeah. see it with your own eyes like this is madness yeah yeah so, so this is such a wild story because i so when when the, the clothes are first dropped and i was first hearing about some of the like people you know, being bothered by it. I was like, oh, like I'm gonna write an article about this on Medium. I think it's 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 you know, like I'm very interested in, in freedom of speech and offense and all that stuff. Um, but then then the story just kept going and going. It's so yeah, yeah. So, so the clothes are dropped, people start freaking out, and then a bunch and then Ted Sarandos, 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 uh, yeah. Yeah, the net the, the CEO of Netflix, he sent out what I thought was a pretty good, surprisingly good um email to everyone. At Netflix, talking about why, um, you know, why you know, comedy is provocative and art should kind of push buttons, but that's okay because yeah, we have art. all different types of creators on. We have all types of work. We are international. We're in how many different countries? There are yep, yep. people all over the political spectrum and different views and values, and just a very kind of reasonable, basic response, which is good. He didn't yeah. kowtow. Yeah. Um, never give in, never apologize. Right. right. And so Unless, he, he yeah. even talked about how, like, uh, you know, the, the, the basic idea and like, this is, this is pretty well backed up that, you know, offensive content, like whether it's movies or TV shows or jokes, they do not translate to real world violence. They generally don't. That, there's, yes, there's, that was there's the, no real connection there. There's like proven, um, like this was yeah. the argument in the eighties and nineties with video games, with video games music, that like music in the, in the, in the eighties. Yeah, which was like no Metallica and Slayer and Wolfenstein and these video games, like these aren't killing yeah. people. I yeah. played, I mean, I know it's anecdotal. I played every violent game. I've seen every violent movie growing up when I was a kid. I would play Mortal Kombat. I would yeah. play first person shooters. I would watch the most violent movies. Starship Troopers is still one of my favorite movies, extremely mm-hmm. violent. Yeah. I've never, I've never touched a real gun. Yeah. I've never fired a gun. Yeah. I've never, like, I, I don't. Not there's anything wrong with that either. Like if you own guns, great. Like it's just it doesn't translate. Like that that's been disproven. Yeah. And, and look at look at the evil. And that was that, such a like a right wasn't that like a big right wing argument in the eighties yeah. and nineties. Yeah, it was. No? It, yeah, traditionally it was always the right that was going after this stuff. And oh, yeah. even back in the fifties, there was a book called the such called the seduction of the innocent that was written by some quack psychologist talking about how comic books, specifically horror comic books, were were um, yeah. Um, where we're causing delinquency because they were they were violent and there's a lot of sexual themes and, and but like w- looking back on this is, is like all of, all of his studies were all debunked like there was nothing yeah it's like women was- showing their ankles would make guys <laughs> even even to this day and in, in, in countries that have like Islamic law it was like yeah. the reason that 
they can't women can't show certain things because the men can't handle it yeah like that's why um yeah. i mean okay that's a big blanket statement that is it in some cases it's like because the men can't handle that and that's why you see these rates of sexual assault in large muslim populations and non-islamic law countries right, like right. germany and things because it's like holy shit there's always mini skirts like there it's yeah. overload yeah. um but anyway, yes, this is this argument that, well, and so that is what they're protesting, right? They're not, which is, and you notice, and this is what I fucking can't stand. Like you yeah. notice that the argument changes from, and it, I think this happens subtly mm. and I'm going to keep my eye on it. It used yeah. to be not that long ago. Well, it's offensive, so you can't say it, right? But I think too many people didn't buy that, which is good. Yeah. Now what you're seeing is this proliferation, air quotes, of violence air quotes yeah that this is leading to violence it's not just offensive that's causing real also disproven like the whole thing you know they try and blame trump on the rise of asian violence it's like well yeah, yeah but not trump supporters aren't causing the like i haven't right, seen a right. single video and even dave Chappelle in his special makes a joke about all the videos of black people attacking Asians. And he yeah, makes a coronavirus yeah. joke saying, that's what it feels like when I had coronavirus in my body. It was yeah. black people attacking Asians. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I can fucking swear to God, he says that. Yeah, and he's like, he felt bad. He's like, I see all these videos of black people. Like, I didn't see a single video. I saw almost all black men attacking Asians of all different yeah. ages and genders and, um, and maybe some Latino, but like, I didn't see a single guy in like, a, yeah, like Jesse Smollett getting attacked in Chicago by two guys. Like, it doesn't fucking happen. Yeah. Like, so um, this violence shit, but that's, and unfortunately, the January 6th shit has just like reignited that. Oh, yeah. It's like words equal violence. Like, no, violence equals violence. Right. right. Like, it's just, and so um, um, that's where this is going. It's, and they have no statistics to back it up. They, it's been disproven yeah. logically. They know statistics to back it up, and yet it's part of the discourse, which is such bullshit that it's just yeah. it's like, well, if you say something, well then it can, oh, well, these jokes are causing violence. Show me where. Yeah. Yeah. Who watched Dave Chappelle's special and went, I'm gonna fuck up a transgender woman? Right. right. Like, no, it doesn't fucking happen. Exactly, the vast yeah. majority of attacks on transgender people happen within their own communities, just like the vast majority of attacks on white people happen by other white people and black people and other black people or family members. Like that's the husband's killing wives. Like you have a much higher chance of being attacked by a, a spouse or a family member or a friend than a random person on the street. It's just yeah, statistics. Yeah. Right. And, but that's where it goes now. It's just, Oh, well, it's causing violence. Well, fucking show me. Yeah, I know it's, they always fall back on these very nebulous ideas, very nebulous, vague concepts of certain definitions like we're like you know like, like having specific definitions for words like that's gone completely out the window this is not completely related it's a bit of a tangent but which um, is dangerous right yeah it is it is like Absolutely. it's fucking and i hate i i always kind of recede from words that kind of end up too much like obviously i love orwell but orwellian has been thrown around so yeah, much yeah. but that is actually orwellian like orwellian yeah. is not just mass surveillance that's what a lot of people think no orwellian right. is changing words and changing history to fit the current narrative like yeah. the saying well eurasia has always been at war with east asia and then it's no no excuse me it's like um where do they live in fuck where do they live in 1984 well it doesn't matter what airstrip one but oceania yeah. that's it oceania has always been at war with east asia right oceania has always been at war with east asia oceania has always been at war with east asia next week 
Oceania has always been at war with Eurasia. Mm. Like, the, and there's change it, and you have to delete that, and that's what they're doing. It's like right, right. I, I, I shared this recently on Webster's with anti-vax. Anti-vax used to mean against vaccines. No, anti-vaccines. You know what it is now? Anti-vaccine mandates. Also, that's not right. fucking anti-vax. Yeah, that's anti-mat. That's anti-mandate. According right, to that right. definition, I'm anti-vax. I'm right. vaccinated, but somehow I'm anti-vax. According to Webster's, right, doesn't right, make any exactly. fucking sense. Yeah, I remember I once got into a debate with some hardcore feminist on Twitter, and uh, oh, that, uh, I'm sure that went well. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, uh, just some random nutcase. But 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 she was talking about how we live. You know, you know, in the West, we live in a patriarchy, and I was like, "No, we don't." Like the dictionary says that the, that the, a patriarch, a true patriarchy, is one in which women are not allowed to hold positions of power. Like yeah. women are allowed to hold positions of power, and she goes, "That's not a real patriarchy. A real patriarchy." Oh, the real! Like, I love that. Yeah, I love the yeah, real. Oh, it's not real communism. Yeah, yeah. It's not you know, like like patriarchy is like you know, it's the collection of like you know, negative attudes towards women. It's like attitudes, but so the, there you is can't not, measure that. You can't there has not attitudes. been, uh, this might be sting the obvious, but there's not been a better time and better place in human history yeah. for women. Maybe yeah. some pockets here and there, uh, maybe. But there's never been a better time, better place in the history of humanity for women yeah. than in the West of the 21st century. Right, right. Like there just isn't. Yeah. Canada, the US, Europe, Western Europe, Australia, New Zealand, yeah. like it's never been better. And yeah. yet they're the ones with the most grievances. I say they, I mean like the feminist activists yeah, is, what, yeah. is what I mean. Right. Like it doesn't mean there aren't still problems. It doesn't mean that there's not yeah. like, of course it exists, but it's not this systematic thing that people make out. Like it's yeah. shitty. It's sh I do fucking domestic violence law, right? Like yeah. I know that they're really hard and the vast majority of my clients are women and the vast majority of the defendants are men. Not always. Yeah. Um, sometimes it's gay couples. Sometimes it's uh, siblings or parent, adult child, but the vast majority of the time that is the case. So, but that's not like the patriarchy. Right. Exactly. Right. Like they're, they're just violent, shitty men. Yeah. Um, Yes, and and but of course it's always well. That's not the real take like communism. Well, communism's failed in Soviet Union <laughs> and Southeast Asia and East Asia wow. and Cuba. But it's well, yeah, but that's not real communism. Like yeah, that's yeah. Uh, you know they got this part wrong. But if we so if we just did that, it would be fucking right. utopia. Right. Exactly. Well, speaking of feminists, um, so after Ted Sarandos, the Netflix CEO, mm -hmm. uh, sent out that email, guess who chimed in? Fucking Hannah Gadsby. God, I fucking hate her. I don't really know who that is. She's the uh, the Australian. Uh, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Manly comedian. <laughs> she trans? She, no, no. Are you she's, sure? Uh, I'm pretty sure she's uh, no. I think she's just lesbian. Uh, I think manly. she's true. I don't think so. I think she's just a masculine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, uh, so, anyways, she released a statement on Instagram, and I have it here, and it's so stupid. So, so well, let me back in a second here because I, I I like to shout on her, but but she makes part of a good point here. Okay. So. Let's hear it. Ted Sarandos, he 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 mentioned her in his email, saying something like, "Hey, look, we've got a great diversity of content. We've got Dave Chappelle, we got Hannah Gadsby, we got this, we got that." I don't mind her being bothered for being brought into a controversy. Like, so this opens up basically saying, "Hey, look, keep me out of this controversy. I don't want anything to do with it." Right? So yeah, that's I'm fair. Fine. I'm, yeah, I'm, that's yeah. fair, right? Yeah. But yeah. Then she says, um, "Until yeah. until yeah, keep me out of this controversy until I'm going to be so fucking in it." Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> So, so, so here, here, I'll just read her statement real quick. Hey, Ted Sarandos, uh, just a quick note to let you know that I would prefer if you didn't drag me into your mess or drag my name into your mess. Now I have to deal with even more of the hate and anger that Dave Chappelle's fans like to unleash on me every time Dave gets $20 million to process his emotionally stunted partial worldview. You didn't pay me nearly enough to deal with the real world consequences of hate speech 
of, of the hate of the hate speech dog whistling and refused to acknowledge Ted. Fuck you and your amoral algorithm cult. I do shits with more backbone than you. Just that's just a joke. I definitely didn't mean to cross the line. You just told the world there isn't one. Um, so the hate speech thing, like, shut up, Hannah. Like, okay, so I've, I, I, I didn't watch her first special. Her first, first, so both of her specials, uh, Nanette and Douglas, are on Netflix. I did not watch Nanette, but I've seen Douglas, and it, it sucks. Uh, mm. um, but again, I'll give her a little bit of credit. She's capable of being funny. She can be witty. She can have good comic timing. She can sure. crack a good joke. Um, but again, just ninety-eight percent of what she says is just straight white men, and it's not the fact that she makes straight makes fun of straight white men that bothers me. It's the fact that she combines her comedy with her activism. Like when she gets off the stage, she's doing interviews talking mm. about how men need to do this and how white people are bad at that. And blah blah blah. Is she white? She, yeah, she, yeah, uh, yeah. Of course. I um, honestly don't know who this person is. Yeah, uh, she was she, she was mentioned. Um, uh, what's that men's uh, men's magazine? Is it Maxim? I think there are a few others. Uh, maybe Maxim it's Maxim. Men's magazine? Esquire? I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe it's Esquire. Esquire yeah. GQ, one of those. Um, but but she she got she got some kind of profile in there for some reason, and it was talking about how men need need to be more. Uh, they went so dude. Th those magazines. I used to be a regular reader of Esquire and yeah. GQ. Yeah. Men's Health. Yeah. I know at least GQ published some. I don't mean to go too off topic here. They published yeah. some like. I, I'm, you know, I'm a sucker for like a reading list, like a book yeah. list, like 30 yeah. books you should read or whatever. And yeah. they did one is like, which kind of actually ties into what we we're talking about before, like 30, 30 books to read instead of these. Uh, well, of course, it wasn't like in addition to it wasn't like, well, if you liked Old Man at the Sea, read this. Right. It was like shitting on classics. Oh, and they, they did the Bible. They were like, don't read the Bible. <laughs> read this. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure people are reading the Bible for other yeah. reasons than like a nice story. Like, I, right, right. I don't know. Like, that, it's just so like fucking like, and of course, every old book you shouldn't read was like vast majority written by like white men who are yeah. mostly dead. And all the new ones are like Caribbean, mixed race, uh, non-binary, native, two okay. soul buddhist yeah, yeah should i keep going like yeah, yeah. like authors and stuff this is and, and of, like of course it's like don't read slaughterhouse five don't read like these amazing books and but and to me that's just unnecessarily divisive i would <laughs> and I, I haven't read i honestly and it's like well was it matter it's like well i actually haven't read gq since like i have yeah, not yeah. read any gq since um right. Because that's my own little form of protest. Like I've always said, boycotting is fine. Boycotting yeah, is not cancel yeah. culture. Right, right. Um, but it's just like, of course it is. Like, of course, here we go. Like, don't read these. No, how about if you liked this, maybe try this. Yeah. You're you're making both sides happy. You're making everyone exactly. happy. Like, right. not like, oh, pff, this piece of shit book. Like, yeah. don't read that. Read this book that no one's heard of, but is written by... Uh, BIPOC plus LGBTQ one A two A whatever you know, uh, and it's just I don't know it's it's just ridiculous to me. And then Men's Health did a bunch of like woke shit during yeah, the uh, yeah. Great Awakening. Um, Esquire still might be okay. I don't know. Yeah, you know, someone someone read it and it's like no, they're woke too. It's like all right, but yeah, that, it's like this this self flagellation of like these men's magazines putting these people who's like shit on them and yeah. then. Uh, give them the spotlight. It's like, do you have right, no yeah. backbone? Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, men. We need a better thing. Um, so annoying. But uh, yeah. getting back to to men, let's talk about Hannah Gadsby. She, like, no, the, the reason the reason why I make fun of her is because like 
she, she, she got profiled in, in one of these men's magazines and it was talking mm -hmm. about how men need to be more compassionate. And the picture that they used for it was her in a, like a men's tuxedo thing. And it's like, okay, okay, if you want, you want men to be more compassionate. You want, you, I think specifically it was men need to be more ladylike. And I was like, uh, Hannah Gazzy, why don't you follow oh, your own fucking advice? That's, a, fuck that's a very different thing. Yeah. It was so stupid. It was, I uh, don't, yeah. Anyway, but, 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 but getting back to the Dave Chappelle thing and, and Hannah Gadsby though, um, the jokes that Dave Chappelle has made about trans and LGBTQ folks are no worse than the jokes that Hannah Gadsby has made about straight white men. Like 99% of yeah, what but she says- Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Like, right, exactly. I, I know what you're saying, but it just yeah. doesn't- Right, right. It just doesn't matter. And But it, it's funny that, that she labels Dave Chappelle's jokes as hate speech. But like- Well, her, people don't know what that means. You know how many arguments exactly. have people? It's like, first of all, we'll get talking about ECLU and stuff. Like, yeah, but what about hate speech? I'm like- his speech is allowed. Like this yeah. is this is the United States. Like in some countries, it's not. You're right. I wouldn't want. I don't want their First Amendment law, or not their First Amendment, their free speech laws. There, like we have. That's one thing that we do really fucking well. Yeah, like yeah. I, I commend other countries for a lot of certain policies. Like I don't think anywhere has it perfectly. We yeah. definitely don't. Right. But in terms of free speech, like we are the gold standard of free speech, oh, yeah. and we're gonna fucking lose that. Like. Yeah. There was a guy in, I think, Scotland or England, like well, the UK, yeah, who yeah. like went to jail or had to pay fines. He taught his dog how to do a sig heil. Yeah, that do you was remember that? Face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I follow him on Twitter, but like, are funny. you fucking kidding me? Like, like, or or saying controversial. And I know I don't know people. I mean, personally, but like people in the IDW or whatever, like Melissa right. Chen, yeah. she. Is brilliant. She has yeah. great work, and she comes. She super hot, yeah. uh, Asian, and she comes from Singapore. And it was like the main reason she came here instead of Canada or the UK or France or Australia was because of our First Amendment laws. Yeah, yeah. Um, they are the gold standard, and we have to protect them at all costs. And when people say things like hate speech or not only silence is violence, but also speech is violence, like it's not unless it no. is like. There are threats. That's right. I'm not a free speech absolutist. No one actually is. Like I see that, unfortunately. I see that in people's Twitter bios and stuff. And people usually agree with me and stuff. But it's like, no, you're not. Like, you're not okay with child porn, I hope. Yeah. You're not okay with like torture stuff. Like, no, you're not a free speech absolutist. It actually really doesn't exist. Yeah, Maybe, yeah. but it, it's limited in terms right. of, you know, no doxing, threats of violence. That's not speech. That's yeah, libel that, that, and you know, yeah, libel, defamation, slander, like, yeah. um, but the vast majority of it is okay just because you don't like it. And for yeah. like, it's a really hard pill to swallow sometimes. I think I've said it before on this podcast. There is a great HBO documentary called The Mighty Ira. It's about um, one of the best, you know, a very high high profile attorney at the ACLU back when the ACLU actually stood for something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he talks about this and he's the, he's Jewish and he defended the Nazis in Skokie, Illinois. Yeah, you know, he yeah. took on, and, and he would go on these shows like Donahue and there would be black uh, men there to debate with him. And they would agree. Like Donahue would think that they weren't going to agree and they would agree because they would know the black, the black men would know. I don't mean to say black men because I can't remember who it was. Right. Um, a professor or a figure, public figure, something like that. And say, no, he's right. Because if we silence, the neo-Nazis, then we're going to silence Malcolm X. We're going to silence Martin Luther King. We're going to si right. they're the next Martin Luther King. We're going to silence, yep. you know, 
it always comes back to you. Like you have to protect the value, not the speech. You're protecting the value of free speech, not the speech itself. You right, you, right. you combat that speech with counter speech, right. with better speech, with better ideas. You don't yes. the, these the speakers don't go away as much as you might want them to go to prison or to die. Like they don't. Yeah. The the ideas stay there and they actually gain power from you silence because then they become dangerous right. and become more interesting. And it's like, if yeah. you just put them out there, a lot of times they're dumb anyway. Yeah. So let people say them like, right, right. you know, but anyway, that's my little free speech tirade. I'm sure I'll go on plenty of times. Oh yeah. No, this I'm, podcast. It's a, uh, you know, for those of you who don't know, don't know, uh, Ben's a lawyer. So, you know, he's got a unique insight into a, a lot of uh, this type of stuff. Don't but be a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> there's that song in that show uh like i think my crazy ex-girlfriend which is probably like misogynistic now um i don't know if they changed the title but it's like yeah. there's a whole song like don't be a lawyer don't do it it really really sucks don't be a lawyer no but i actually love it well there's, I, there's, I, I there's, a, there's that, simpsons, that simpsons character lionel hutz uh who's like this like, like the stereotypical sleazy lawyer yeah and, and, and he's having dinner with the simpsons and bart's uh Bart Simpson's like, uh, hey, hey, Mr. Hudson, when I grow up, I want to become a lawyer too. And then Lionel Hudson goes, yeah, good for you, son. If there's one thing the world needs more of, it's lawyers. He goes, can you imagine a world without lawyers? And then it shows what he's thinking. And it's like yeah. utopia, yeah. Like every, every race, rainbows, and everything's yeah. happening. He goes, well, so there's that saying, it's like whenever there's a revolution, it's like first kill all the lawyers. <laughs> no, it's it's good. I, I I really like my work. And I don't do by the way, don't start trying to contact me for like suing CNN or something. I don't do defamation law. It's just an interest of mine. Yeah. I, uh, I love, and it's important because I, I, I'm a lawyer, but I'm also a writer and I'm a podcaster yeah. and I'm a shit poster. So like, I don't <laughs> want my, I say some shit online that I hope doesn't put me in prison one day because yeah. we've changed our laws and stuff yeah. like that. Nice. Probably will though. Yeah, I I would, that's the thing. So if we went to prison, would you have to go Latin King and I'd have to go Aryan Brotherhood or what would you do? I think I joined the Crips. The Crips? You can't, you're not black. No, you're, uh, you'd have to go Latin King. I thought, I thought the Crips were, uh, I don't know. I I don't know much about prison gangs. gangs The the Crips are black. The Bloods are black. The Latin Kings are Latino. Aryan Brothers, what? Well, those are like the big California. I know those are the big California ones. Like I think different, but California is so big. Like, yeah, I think I'd have to go Aryan Brotherhood. Shaved head. I don't want to shave my head. Yeah. You'd we'd be enemies. See, that sucks. I I don't want to go to prison. I'd be like, I know him. They'd be like, no, he's not pure. We got to make prisons more woke. This is uh, this is this is getting out of hand, man. Yeah, good. We did. We have them already. It's called San Francisco. It's called LA. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see what a woke prison looks like when I go to your fucking city. And more diversity in prisons. They have diversity. They don't want to hang out together. That's the thing. It was like that was always the thing in college. Like I went to this small liberal arts school, and like you go there, like the vast majority. Yes, at sports there were some. Like a lot of times, black kids hung out with black kids, white kids hung out with white kids. It was just. I don't know. I don't know if there's anything wrong with that. It wasn't because of like hate. It was just like. Yeah. A lot of times that's who you're around. It doesn't mean I didn't have black friends. It doesn't mean that there weren't, weren't grew. There was a white kid, of course, who joined the black fraternity. Right. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. I feel like it's just so, life. So you, got, you like, got your degree at David Duke University then? Yeah, right? right. That's right. David Duke <laughs> University. And uh, that's right. Well, I don't know how all the black kids got in went to David Duke University. <laughs> well, he's, he's keeping them separate. He's just kind of like, yeah. Separate, right. But, well, hey, yeah. they're, they're going to have segregation at colleges now anyway. Yeah, I know. It's kind of, the, yeah, the, the, students get, the students get what they want. Oh. 
there was what a petition they didn't cave of course i mean people i think sometimes like anti-woke twitter sometimes has to break and pause some like yeah. i think so and i'm part of that yeah. but we have to just like stop because like nyu there's a whole thing like nyu's gonna segregate dorms like no 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 some students asked for that yeah, yeah. they didn't they ob- they denied it they're like no that's illegal <laughs> like yeah. so but it was like nyu segregated dorms like sometimes we have to like we also have to stop and read the article and take a breath and it could be it's not always our fault. Sometimes it is crazy shit. Seattle school in Seattle did just cancel Halloween for equity reasons. Yeah, like yeah. I know it's fucking crazy. Instead of just like maybe buying the handful of kids uh, costumes who can't afford it or for just like maybe letting them have a religious exemption, which is yeah. probably fundamentalist Christian anyway. Yeah. Usually the only people I've ever met who don't celebrate Halloween are like hardcore Christians. Right, so it's right. funny that they go so far left that they end up on the right. Yeah, it's yeah. like there is. That's why I said I, I. I don't know if you saw the tweet. It was like ricochet win for fundamentalist Christians. Uh, where like Halloween getting canceled at a school. Like that's what they want. Yeah. And but yeah, the, the left wing had to do it for them. Yeah, I know. Um. So, Chappelle's thing, so yeah. Chappelle's thing was um, I thought it was funny. Like I thought it, it was it was really good. Uh, I don't think it was amazing. It's obviously more well-known now. And of course, and the last thing we always say is too, it's like, I, to be honest, I watched it because of the protest. Yeah. doesn't mean I would have never watched. I didn't watch the last one. I yeah. love Chappelle. I just, I kind of go in personally. I just kind of like, I love stand-up, but I feel like I go in waves. Like sometimes I watch a ton of stand-up and then I yeah. don't for a while, yeah. but I love it. I grew up watching a lot of stand-up, um, yeah. but I put it on well one because we were going to talk about it but two because of the controversy so again it's people bringing attention to something that like they want silence but now i guarantee you many 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 more people watched it because you amplified it by saying how horrible it is yeah and it's so funny because like i kind of alluded to this uh, a little while ago but it's like i started writing an article about the closer and then the, the stories kept getting crazier and crazier and it seemed like every day there's something new happening i was like okay i'm gonna publish this article tomorrow and then, like yeah. the next day, it's like some crazy thing would happen. Okay, I'm like, okay, all right, hold on. I, I, I got to wait for this thing to blow over so I can ride rush. And so, so it just, it's yeah. just crazy shit keeps happening. So, um, Ted Sarandos, Sarandos, whatever the fuck, he he sent out the email, and then Hannah yeah. Gadsby chimes in with her stupid opinions, and then uh, so they protested. I know that they protested here in L.A. They 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 did a walkout um, yeah. on Wednesday, I believe, Tuesday or Wednesday. It was on the October twentieth, and um, and so then. Now Sarandos has has apologized. And he, I got his quote here. What I should have led with in those emails was humanity. I should have recognized the fact that a group of our employees was really hurting. To be clear, storytelling has an impact in the real world, sometimes quite negative, he said. So I was like, oh, God. At first, I yeah. was on his side. I was like, dude, don't cave. I love that email. Like You did a great job articulating why, why comedy should be provocative and it should push buttons and the importance of freedom of speech. I was like, dude, don't back off. That's a great Help. email. I know. I did see. So while you're right, he caved in a way. He did also say we're not taking it down, which that's right. And that to me is still a win in a way, because right now we're like just no fucking censorship. Right. If a CEO wants to count, like I don't like it, of course, he should just stick to his guns. You should never apologize. It's never enough. It only fuels the flames. If you just don't do anything, they'll get bored and find something else to be pissed off about in a week. Like you don't have to do any of that. Right. Like people would kill to work at Netflix. Like you can just hire other people 
Um, so you're right. I don't like it, but at the same time, at least it wasn't okay. We'll take it down. We hear you like right. that. That would scare me. Right, right. That's so when far, I still up. So um, far, still up. Uh, and then, and then, and then, this just happened today again. Like I, it seems like I'm never gonna be able to write this article because this this story keeps fucking developing. Um, we'll have to podcast about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Comedian Dave Chappelle's. Uh, this is from some article, I think, the Hollywood Reporter or something. Comedian Dave Chappelle's representatives have said he's willing to talk to Netflix employees angered by his comedy special, The Closer. Dave stands by his art. No more jokes about transgenders until we can all laugh together, said an unidentified representative to, uh, uh, to TMZ. The streets are talking and Dave is listening. At some point, when everyone is open, I'm sure the communities will come together. Now, is that it? Yeah, that's so it, that's so it. here's the thing. So so now I, I think you'll be okay with this because yeah. he says that at the end of the special. Mm. So okay. I don't want you to think that he said that because of the protest. No, no, he says at the end of the special, he lays into the trans activists so much that he says, Now I'm done. I've made my points. Yeah. No more until we like so don't think that it was because of the protest did not okay. do that. Okay. All Him right. coming out, and I'm to be honest, I'm okay okay with people talking like i think that's good i think people who disagree should talk more usually what happens is the people on if we're going to pick sides on our side on usually the anti-woke doesn't matter if they're liberal conservative libertarian whatever we're the ones who want to talk it's the wokes who don't want to the crits don't want to talk they want to bitch and tweet to their base and protest but then the second they get invited onto a podcast or to a debate stage the vast majority of them refuse because they know they don't have logical reasonable arguments right. they have voices yeah they have fists they have spray cans or whatever like they have honestly they have violence like they're the ones who are the most yeah. violent out of all have of them. you seen have you seen the videos of the protests here in la yeah uh like, that guy was, was great uh yeah, veto some dude came out and he had a sign that said we like dave or something like that and then yeah uh, it said we like jokes yeah that's what he and, said he was saying we like jokes we yeah. like dave and then of course these fucking publications just lie just yeah, yeah. absolutely lie say he was using profanity which one he wasn't too yeah it's okay you're allowed to use profanity yeah. like what happened was and this is what's so fucking dangerous about these people and that's why they're so full of shit when they talk about the defund the police stuff because he had a sign. Some guy grabbed it, broke it, handed him back the handle and said, he has a weapon. Yeah. yeah. The same guy. Yeah. That is so fucking crazy. That's the, uh, that's like what people were protesting about last two summers ago was like people making up threats and getting the police involved in things that then turn legitimately violent. Yeah. And you're doing it. Yeah. It's yeah. crazy to me. What is they're taking crazy pills? Yeah, <laughs> like what a sleazy, fucking cowardly thing to do. Like, it's, it's and of course, it's oh, so he, he's a writer at Netflix. Oh yeah, Appar- yeah. apparently, yeah, the guy. But, he'll keep uh, he'll keep his job, even though he called called the police and the mob on a guy. And of course, I, I don't forget his name. I think it was Vito. He has a YouTube channel. He's very successful. It looks like he was like. uh they're like, drop your weapon. He's like, all right. And he like, throws it to the side. It's, like, it's not a weapon. Like, yeah, yeah. You turned it into a weapon. It was a sign. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, this is a wild story. I think I'm just gonna keep. I'm just gonna write a bunch of smaller articles, just talking about, just just commenting on on, on each new development because this is a wacky, crazy. It's what. But here's what's interesting about this is that I think this shows that 
we talk about the victimization pyramid. Yeah. Trans is at the top. Yeah. And what's crazy, according to their logic. Well, for now, yeah, someone's always moving up. But according to their logic, Dave Chappelle, a very extremely successful black man from D.C., I believe grew up in poverty. Maybe maybe not. I I don't know exactly. But D.C., um, extremely successful, uh, is lower on the victimization pyramid than someone, according to their logic, someone who looks like me, who I could put on a skirt and say, I'm trans, right? I don't have to have any surgeries, change anything about me, and I'm above him now. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Because it's not about transit. Like, trans means fucking transitioning, but it's not about transitioning. It's about identifying. Right, right. And you could Mm -hmm. say, I'm a woman. I move ahead of Dave Chappelle on, which is like, it's... I don't know. I'm kind of at a loss for words. It's just so backwards. Again, I don't think the victimization pyramid should exist based on race or religion or gender or any of that shit. I think it should be based on your personal circumstances um, and your experiences. But that's so fucking crazy that like, that's why you can have a white woman in a gorilla mask throw eggs at a black man from South Central yeah, yeah. Who have but because he's a conservative, yeah, and she's yeah. a liberal, totally okay. Right, right. But if you reverse those, if he was a Democrat running for governor of California, I'm talking about Larry Elder, of course. Yeah, yep. And you had a MAGA woman in a gorilla mask, yeah. a white woman in a fucking gorilla mask, throwing yeah. shit at a black guy. Well, it would be Jim Crow 3.0. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is crazy. What is yeah. happening in this yeah. goddamn fucking country? Yeah. I don't yeah. get it, Joe. I don't get it. I don't know the rules. I don't like it. I'm yeah. getting really angry about it. <laughs> Kick one I'm, of not, your I'm not laughing. This is I'm mad. I don't I don't get it. I don't know the right. It's confusing. Kick one of your it doesn't cats, make dude. any yeah. goddamn sense. <laughs> Fuck. It's cool, man. Take a take a, take a chillaxative. No, we'll I'm not happy. I'm upset. <laughs> Very upset. Right when I think I understand the rules, they flip them on me. I know. Yeah. Stupid intersectionality. Hey, you want to hear some good news though? No, I want to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what's, what's news? Uh, uh, anger makes for good content. No, uh, so you know that uh, mm-hmm. uh, our, our our podcast, uh, our um, that little email thread between you, me, Al- Alma, yeah, uh, Nathan. Yeah, yeah. And- uh, Alma said, "Sick. We do, so we doing this? The incestuous dark web. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So it looks yeah. like we're gonna be uh, talking. Uh, all of us, all five of us. Yeah, we're good at that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kind of. We're all right. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. I'm good at it. I'm good at it. Yeah, that'd, that'd be sweet. The other guy though. La. Oh. How many times do you think I get raped when I come visit you? Um, by me? No, 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 no. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> by, by, no." <laughs> <laughs> no by uh you know the outdoor prison you have going on there oh eh, i mean just bring lubricant it'll 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 go it'll faster. Be all right yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> we'll go faster <laughs> 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 
Jesus Christ. Just come lubed. Um, Just come lubed. I'm, sli I'm sliding off that fucking plane. <laughs> <laughs> sliding down Van Nuys. Or, yeah. I don't know. That's a street, right? In LA. Yeah, it's a city. Yeah, probably a street too. That's in the valley, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right, in the valley. Um, uh, okay. So it's still October. And ideally, oh, yeah. this episode will be released in October. Um, Can I make another drink? Well, yeah, yeah. while we're doing this, can you yeah. talk for a little, or just yeah, want to cut sure. this? No, I'll be quick. Um, so for those of you, I'm a hot little potato. Uh, yeah, I like I like Ben more when he's um when he's drunk. He can be very cruel when he's sober. Um, when he's uh when he's drunk, he's much more uh, gregarious, open-hearted, and uh, genuine. Um, but for those of you who don't know, Ben will be uh coming down to la this november 11th through the 14th and we're gonna be talking to alma cook who is who was on the show before and we're gonna be talking to a couple of uh, other musicians and this will all be will, will all be in person and uh drinking and smoking and putting all kinds of weird shit into our bodies while we're talking and uh uh should be a fun uh little bootleg uh raw episode i don't think there's going to be any protection or lubricant involved in that conversation so um i hope you guys will be able to handle it and you cannot sue us if you do if you can't handle it because ben's a lawyer and he's a very drunken lawyer and you do not want to have to go up against that person in court all right I'm talking all right. To yourself? Fucking yeah, i was talking yeah <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about uh nothing 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 it, it, it was a different ben delessio this is not you oh yeah. my evil my evil twin uh, yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, actually, I'm the evil twin. Oh, uh, I wear his skin suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, okay, so we're just gonna talk horror, right? Yes. All right, dude. I watched a very fucked up movie last night. Okay. Have you seen the movie Tusk? No, I haven't. That's the Kevin Smith one, right? Kevin Smith, dude. That movie is very disturbing. Okay. Um, I liked it. It doesn't have good Rotten Tomato scores for either critics or audience so this isn't like one of those 30 point differential like they're both raw and actually audience disliked it even more huh. do you know the premise yeah yeah it's that that wussy actor guy um, justin long you yeah. like justin long just long's great you don't like him I like i like him but he i don't know he always just plays like sort of like, there's something about him, he's always plays like the awkward well he plays a podcaster in this movie so, <laughs> oh, so, weird, so. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah yeah he gets turned into a walrus and he fights an old guy he, a walrus. It's, it's like a trans trans walrus right like so it's way darker like it's not like he wants to be a walrus it's very right, much right. against his uh free will um he basically goes to interview so he has a podcast with actually Haley joel osmond who's really he's pretty funny in the movie he's a very funny line there are uh I mean, this is 2014, so it's still like kind of early podcasting. Yeah. Um, and they have some podcasts where they just like give commentary on viral videos, right? Like yeah. very 2014. Um, so he goes to interview some kid up in Canada. They're in LA, up in Canada, yeah. uh, who's I think is a spinoff, uh, like it's a, a joke, a play on the Star Wars kid. But this yeah. kid like doesn't lose a sword. He ends up cutting his leg off. Yeah. Um, and he, then he ends up killing himself. Um. But he's up there and like he shows up and the kid's dead. So he's like, fuck, I'm already up here. I need to find some like freak to interview because I already spent the money to come up here and whatever in time. So he finds some ad, some rich guy in the middle of nowhere, has some big fancy house. Um, the guy 
so by basically spoilers do you uh, do you yeah, mind if i get spoilers it. yeah go for it it's pretty old it's like seven years old now uh the guy drugs him and he has this affinity for a walrus when he was in the war he like was shipwrecked on a bunch of rocks and there's a walrus there he would befriend or something i don't think it became sexual um he ends up eating the walrus stay alive and then he gets saved so anyway he has this thing with for walruses and he fucking turns justin long into a walrus uh, it is so gross yeah. but like uh, really just disturbing and I, I don't know how else to describe but like it's and it's super entertaining it's actually some really funny parts hmm. not with the walrus it's super sad like not definitely a downer like yeah, don't yeah. watch it it's not a happy ending by any means but um yeah so that's it it's weird i was actually writing the review for it before this i didn't finish it okay. um but I, I recommend it i'm giving it like a 68 or something it's right. it's good it's it's okay. not uh but it's some really so they, their thing is called the nazi party but it's yeah. not c like n-o-t-s-e-e so like yeah, yeah. when the girls on the phone like oh and he's in the nazi party i was like spell it spell it <laughs> <laughs> oh johnny did johnny depp's in it too he oh, plays right. like uh he plays like a, a, a quebecois detective or something okay. he's, he's, i didn't know it was him in the movie actually um, but right. it was good. It, it was funny. It was yeah. and disturbing. It was yeah. dark, very dark. But it was original. Like it was something new. Yeah, yeah. it was something I'd never seen before. Um, um, that's part of like another sort of a shared universe that Kevin Smith's been working on because uh, Yoga Hosers takes place in that world. Yes, well, right? yeah. There, I, I saw that on his because I was looking at his filmography. That 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 was next. Those two girls are like they're gas station attendants or something. Yeah. Like they work yeah. in a convenience store. Yeah. Um, there's in a couple scenes though yeah but this isn't the askew universe right no 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 this is, this I, is i'm a like big the, fan of the the i forgot what he called it. it was like the north the north the great northern universe great white north or something something like that yeah yeah well kevin smith i, I this universe is i i like because it's you know very new jersey centric kevin smith's the jersey right, boy right. um yeah but anyway that so that was the most recent horror movie i watched uh i watched have you ever heard of? Did I talk about Ten Minutes to Midnight on the last episode? I don't think no, so. No, I don't think so. Also, an interesting movie, kind of low budget, but it was really good. It has um Caroline Williams. She's in. Okay. She's known for kind of being in slashers, like the eighties. I think she was in. I think her most famous movie is Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two. Yep. I mean, from her from her filmography, to yep. me, that I looked like that the one. most. Yep. Yeah. She's really good. So basically, it's like a single setting horror which a lot of low budget ones are and she's a radio dj but like kind of an aging one um because she played a radio dj in texas angel massacre too as well that's probably why right probably that's that's probably a play yeah. on that and but now she's like aging and there's you know the hot new uh girl who's gonna replace her but she, you know that's kind of uh Un unsaid secret like it's a it's a known secret i should say but she when she first walks in she's was bit on the neck and so she's it's clearly a vampire movie and even like the security guards making a stake or it's very absurd very um uh surreal hmm. it's kind of funny it's definitely a play on like ageism and retirement but also with vampires interesting. uh it's, it's it is interesting it's cool uh there's yeah. a part where like all the characters kind of switch roles yeah, or, or I should say, all the actors switch characters, okay. which is really cool. Yeah, um, it, it's it, it was it was a good movie. I also yeah. rec I also very much recommend it. Okay. Uh, I 
I think low budget horror can be done well. It's like, oh, yeah. it's one of the areas that low budget can do really well. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. It's got plenty of blood and gore, but it's also kind of got a message. It's kind of weird, but it's fun. Yeah. Um, very cool. Oh, and then I watched the whaling Korean movie. Oh yeah. Very, very good. Really long, but really good. Kind of some twists, uh, kind of folk, folky too, folksy yeah. too, in terms of ghosts and demons. And it's in like Southwest Korea, very rural. And it's, you know, this isn't like big city Seoul, you know, Seoul Korea or anything or like that. So this is like very provincial, um, basically just, family members are killing their entire families and they can't figure out why, but there's this new, there's a stranger who's Japanese. And if you know history, there's like a lot of tension between Japan and China, Japan, excuse me, Japan and Korea, Japan, you know, fucking up Korea and treating Koreans like slaves and really shitty. But anyway, um, just some of that, but he's like really weird. He lives in the woods. Uh, I won't give it anything away. It's a very good movie, but it keeps you it keeps you engaged you know, so it's like two and a half hours it definitely it definitely keeps you engaged yeah recommend it highly recommend it i think i'm giving okay. like an 85. okay very cool mm-hmm. um i watched a pretty cool horror movie last weekend um this is possum from 2018. Um, i don't know it uh it's a very good one it's written and directed by matthew holness i'm not sure what else he's done it, i believe this is a film from the uk uh the main actor is sean harris who's been in a few uh bigger films i think he's, he's i think he's more in the uk but uh, I, I think he played a villain in one of the recent mission impossible movies but uh, um anyway uh this is cool it's um it's not like a straight up you know monster flick or blood and guts type of thing so 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 sean harris plays this sort of um awkward um but also disgraced puppeteer like he like he that's his name he's made puppets and he he he, he entertained children but there was some kind of weird unsaid um controversy around him uh, um it's not really stated what happened but people like when he's walking around town people calling him pervert oh. um so he he goes back to live with his uncle with his uncle his crazy old uncle out in the country or something and uh his uh uh it's weird like the, the movie's aesthetic is really interesting it has a sort of almost like a racer head slightly uncanny valley where it's like so the house that, that they live in, it was it, it was recently the result of a fire, and they just never repaired it. So everything's just kind of like dusty and burned, and the whole thing just has like this very dreary, you know. Is it bleak. American? Uh, no, it's it's a it's a UK flick. Oh, UK. Uh, um, it has this very dr- like a, a dreary, bleak atmosphere that I love. There's just this dread. There's no levity whatsoever. It's just a, a dreadful film in a very good way. Um, like there's something almost kind of like fairy tale-ish in a way. Like it just kind of takes place in like a weird alternate, slightly different universe where everything's just very dark and bleak and nothing, and everything looks normal, but it's quite, it's just a little off a little bit. Um, but anyway, so this puppeteer, he's living with his crazy uncle because he's trying to get away from this controversy that's, that's, that's plagued him. And, um, he's got this puppet. It's a really creepy puppet. And it's got like these long spider legs, like eight spider legs, huge long legs and like a man's head on it. Um, and this puppet just keeps following them around, and he 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 keeps destroying oh. the puppet, but it, oh, the puppet it starts like... wandering around. Yeah, oh my god! It's, yeah, it's a we. It sounds it's awful. Like, yeah, but it, it, it's great though. It's more of a slow burn. It's not it's not a slasher flick yeah. or a crazy tracing. It's it's but if you're more into something that's that's kind of cerebral and more uncanny and sort of fantastical, it's definitely worth a watch. But there, there, there's some great surrealistic imagery. Um, 
this puppet like like you're never quite sure like what's real and like what's like just happening in his mind i won't mm-hmm. give too much away but it is kind of like there's a reason that the puppet's following him um but there, 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 there are okay. scenes where it's like he's walking down the street and then he'll see the face just staring at him from across the street through a window and then like he'll, he'll go home and then he'll 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 like he'll trash the puppet and then like the next day it, it's it's back in his bed staring at him did he um, diddle the puppet uh, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and so, oh so, so, so now the puppet's asking like why hasn't he called it back um no no, no it's uh, uh uh i won't give too much away but 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 it was great because like all of like the creepy scares in the film they have a reason they have a personal connection to the main character and i think that's that's when horror is done at its best where it's not just normal characters and then they're being subjected to, to abnormal things it's like the abnormal stuff actually has a personal connection to the main character like there's a reason for these scares um so uh it's called possum came out in 2018 i definitely Sounds recommend good. it it's weird it's kind of a slow burn but it's uh, i want to see i want to i want to watch a like, caveat i remember oh, caveat's good. That. that sounds really scary yeah um, caveat's both. that's uh caveat is on amazon prime uh yeah amazon prime so is possum possum's on amazon as well oh is it all right two more yeah um oh and another thing i didn't watch not something related to, to watching something but i uh my friend and I last week we went to Universal Studios, um, the Halloween Horror Nights thing, which is cool. Every year they do this, and each almost all of the mazes are based on existing movies or franchises. It was Exorcist, right? Exorcist, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Dope. um, The Purge. Uh, all this Bride year, or these are, these are past yeah. ones. Yeah, these are all oh. this year, and Bride mm-hmm. of Frankenstein, and oh, this is cool. So, so I don't know. If, uh, have you ever been to Universal Studios? And either. Either of them? Yeah, Florida. Okay. Uh, did they have the tram ride where they show you like around the studio and like this famous movie was shot here, and stuff like that? In Florida. That? Yeah. Uh, I haven't done it. If they have. Okay. I that that Universal Studios in Florida has like the Terminator ride. And yeah, yeah. Okay, so so so, that they, so so the one in Hollywood here, they um they have a tram ride where they just take you around the actual the, the film studio and like oh so this is where we shot this movie and this is where this tv show was shot so it's like it, it's kind of like behind the scenes thing um but uh one of the places that they pass by is you pass by the bates motel and the house from psycho from alfred yeah, yeah. psycho and uh so they close that down but the tram ride takes you down and and, and it, they're like this whole like um uh the whole theme was like the purge so, so you're, you're walking through through like the studio and like people are chasing you they have all the stupid masks and it looks all apocalyptic and everything um so my friend and i we actually got to walk up to the psycho house and got a picture taken so that was cool that's cool. a huge, I'm a huge have, you seen, stuff, have you seen that video of uh <laughs> it's like one of those haunted hay rides or whatever uh-huh. uh you know where the people chase after you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> one of them like is coming out of the woods running down like the little hill to the car and he yeah. fucking eats shit and smacks it in the car it's like oh, oh, oh it totally breaks character and they're yeah, like are you yeah. okay oh, oh my god are yeah. You okay? <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> really, oh that's crazy man really very very funny yeah. it's, like, it's like oh no oh. <laughs> <laughs> he has like a mask on and shit oh it's shit, very man. very funny um but uh, the exorcist one is really cool so you walk through a maze and like sure um they actually built like a fake front of the house from the exorcist like they actually built inside of us like like an actual studio so like sweet um, house all-time yeah. house yeah yeah and uh uh it's interesting so like as you're walking through the maze they basically had to recreate 
Reagan's room like three or four times. So like each each time you walk through, it's a different part of the movie. Um, so they have her floating in one room, and then you go to another room. It's like then they have her spinning head, and you go through another room. And then they have like, a spider walk. Oh, they they, they had like the, the her doing the spider walk down the the staircase. Oof, nightmare uh, fuel. Yeah, yeah. That's your that shit, I miss kid. That was one of the scariest things I've ever seen. That's yeah. That's such a creepy image, man. Even still, it's extremely scary. But oh, yeah. at the time, yeah. that was yeah. That's that that's stuff nightmares are made of. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, the Texas Chainsaw one was cool, and. Um, Right next to it, they had uh, like a Texas Chainsaw like barbecue thing. So, so my friend got some food. My friend and I got some food there. Um, are they like cut? But, are they cutting like, with the chainsaw? Ah, uh, no, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, this opportunity. I know. I know. It's like there spinning the fucking they... spinning like the roast or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are times where it's kind of like, oh come on, like that's low hanging fruit, and you guys avoided it. Like, come on, you should have gone that extra extra step. Yeah. Like, uh, but overall, it, you know, it was cool. Like, you know, it, it, so 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 what they do during these days is they close down the park like at six o'clock. They kick everybody mm-hmm. out, and then then they reopen and they do all the horror stuff. Oh, and then the other one was a uh, uh, Halloween Four: The Return of Michael Myers. Um, so they did a maze around that. Have, one. have you seen the new Halloween? No, I'm probably going to see that one this week. No, I I don't know. I, I have no really desire to see it. I had heard. I watched the original last year. I had heard that the last one ended perfectly. I don't know if you saw it and you agree. It's just, it's a fucking, it's just a money grab, man. And I get it. You need to make your money, but it's like, it's just name recognition. This one I I heard didn't really make a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, You know, they should have ended it with the last one, but whatever. I mean, honestly, they should have ended it like at the first one. Like, People like it. People like shit. They like shit, right? Whatever. I mean, puts, keeps, you need, I guess you need, properties like that that just put seats and butts yeah, yeah. butts and- <laughs> <laughs> oh, god damn it it was only a second drink uh butts and seats and theaters and keeps them so that's in that case yeah. i'm all for it right, right. Yeah, yeah things make people happy i don't get shit on people's happiness sure sure unless it's really like uncouth and bad taste well that's different but uh, whatever like you really if you like it you like it that's fine it's just not something i'm gonna go see yeah i know and look it's okay for us to shit on things where it's just kind of like come on dude like all the halloween movies are pretty much the same like come on like uh, like the first one was great okay like that's the only one i've seen i have no desire to see any of the others or most for most of the, the these properties i just watched the original yeah Friday the 13th, Halloween, yeah. um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, you know what's funny is like like my my evolution uh, as like a horror fan, uh, like my friend slash roommate, like we're, we're huge horror nuts. And like both of us, when we were in high school, we loved, we loved Freddy, Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers and all that stuff. But as we've gotten older, we're just like, yeah, like that's all – all those movies are pretty much the same. Like the culture and, and like the fanaticism around it. It's like, yeah, okay, I get it. Sure, whatever. Skulls, and blood, and guts. Okay, nice. It's nostalgic for a lot of people. I get it. Yeah, I, I watched I watched all three last year when I was doing my Halloween binge. Yeah. Halloween, I should say, horror movie binge. Yeah. None of them really wowed me. Yeah. Like they were all fine. Some were yeah. good. I think Halloween was the best out of those. No, Nightmare on Elm Street, I think, was the best out of those three. I think so. But, like, I wouldn't even put them at the top for my favorite horror. I mean, yeah, yeah. They're Midsummer, Hereditary, The Exorcist, 
a lot of different zombie movies and other other sorts of things i just put way ahead of way ahead of those yeah yeah no definitely like there's this thing where where it's just like the the obsession with like the guy in the mask and the knife and it's like okay but like all these movies are the same like and like like, i'm fine like 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 once in a while like i'll put on one of those movies like yeah like i love a cheesy slasher flick like it's fun but i don't know like just there's like a sort of like ingrown toenail thing going of just like okay like you're just kind of repeating the same stuff what was the what was that one it's like an old school it's a new movie it's like an old school clown. He's like white and black. Oh, Terrifier? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you seen that? No, no. My, my I feel like that was kind of a throwback. It looks really fucking gnarly. Wow. Like, oh, there's like a woman getting sawed in half and a yeah. guy getting his head cut. I, it looks really fucking gnarly, but yeah. it looks like a throwback to that kind of like slip. But like, I mean, if you look back at a lot of them, they're like pretty tame for today's standards, especially Halloween. Yeah. Halloween is very tame for today's today's standards. Friday 13th is a little more violent. It's also like some of it's really bad in terms of the effects. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that last scene where his mom gets her head knocked off. Yeah. Oh, that's just, you didn't even need to show it. Just don't, don't don't even show the head. It was so bad. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But. But uh, yeah, man, uh, you got any plans for Halloween? Um, so I live in the suburbs, and last year, so I'm kind of a fucking idiot. I thought I assumed, <laughs> I assumed that like just the Saturday of Halloween weekend is when kids would be trick or treating. Yeah, apparently it's like not how it works at all. It's like oh. actually Halloween. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember when Halloween was last year, what day it fell on, but. I was just sitting there on a Saturday because it definitely wasn't Saturday because this year's a Sunday. Like yeah. I saw my, you know, the Facebook group for my small town I live in, and they, uh, they like say when you're allowed to go trick or treating, like five to eight or something on yeah. Sunday, October thirty first. Um, so well, I didn't get any trick or treaters last year, but then again. Yeah. I wasn't waiting for them on Halloween, uh, so I don't even know where I was. If it was like. I'm I'm not sure, but do I have any plans for Halloween? No, probably not. Hanging with my girlfriend. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Cool. Yeah. 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 Maybe we'll probably dress up, do something. Yeah. Last year I was a last year I was a uh, a parody of myself. Oh, which is, which is sure everybody super, got that. Seriously, super meta. <laughs> I like wore, uh, which is now just who I am, which is funny. It's yeah, like, yeah. I just wore like a tinfoil hat and had a sign that was like, the media can't lie to you if there is no truth. Yeah. I wore this jacket and like my big, uh, my big, which I'll bring to LA, my big Hunter S. Thompson sunglasses, my big yellow, <laughs> yellow frame sunglasses. Yeah. yeah. I, this is like who I've turned into though. So yeah, it's, that's just myself last year, basically. Yeah. That'll do it to you. Slandra. Yeah. Very cool. Any, anything else we should discuss on this episode 11 of the Zeckless Brewscast? Uh, no. I think that's it. I think we've covered every important historic every, matter that's ever happened. Everything that's ever happened. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. We are trying to do episode a week now, yeah, it looks like. I think that's Have an episode come out a week. That's good. I'm, we're yeah. going to do some in-person shows when I'm in sunny California. Yeah. Hopefully we don't get we don't get gang murdered. Oh, or raped by me. Or, or raped <laughs> by you. <laughs> uh, all right. Signing off. All right, yeah. All right. Uh, fight fight the crits. Yeah. Don't forget and, to fight the crits and stay reckless. And stay in school. Stay reckless, Joe.
<laughs> Stay right, this bad. 